0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is why you're single.
0: Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane.
1: And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week, we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is how to score a second date.
0: That's right. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, Tinder bios for each Zodiac sign, and how to make plans without getting a drink. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who thinks she's getting mixed signals, and another worried her boyfriend is settling. But first, just you and I this week, uh, happy new year. It is January 1st. That is when this episode is coming out, if you listen to our episode the day it comes out. Um, If not, I don't know, happy February, March, April, (laughs) if you're one of those- Happy 2020. Yeah, if you're one of those people that finds out about our podcast- Uh, a lot later. But uh, today, this episode is coming out on January 1st, 2020. So happy 2020. That's right. And Dating Sunday is right around the corner, as we discussed on a previous podcast.
1: Yes. The most popular day to date is going to be this Sunday, guys.
0: Yeah. So get on online dating. I guess that's because Sundays are the most popular days in online, popular day of the week in online dating. And then it's the new year. You know, a lot of people are making resolutions if that's the type of thing you're into. And sometimes people say, you know what, I'm going to get back out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a profile. I'm going to put more effort into online dating. And then Sunday comes around and you're like, I got a lot of time today. So dating Sunday yeah. is a thing and that's happening. The gyms and Tinder will be full. They will be very full and busy. So good luck to good you. Good luck. I mean, 2020, that just sounded like the future when I was... Right. You know, like when it was like not that long ago, 2020 sounded like the very long distant future and now it's here it is upon us I have a friend that was like it's cool that you're
1: getting married in 2020 because it's just it's like a good round number year you'll always remember how many years you've been married
0: that's (laughs) so true (laughs) it's
1: easy to count up from
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got married in 2015 which I guess you know in number in like In in fives are easy too. Yeah. If it was like 2016, seven, I'd be like, okay, uh, yeah. It would require
1: a little more math.
0: (laughs) Just a little more math, which nobody wants to do. No. Um, But, anyways, I I hope you had a good New Year's. What what else has been on your mind? Well, now that it is January, uh, I have to kind of
1: hit the ground running with wedding planning. A lot of shit to do. Um, I haven't given a wedding update in a while, I guess on the podcast you have
0: not I would love one as the bridesmaid yes it's an update for you as well because you know I really don't get updates from you you're not a bridezilla you're not one of those people that's constantly texting about shit you need you're very you've been a very easy bride so to say I don't want to like I'm knocking on wood I really
1: appreciate that because I feel like a maniac with um so I haven't maybe it's with
0: your other friends
1: (laughs) I I, so uh, here's the thing I haven't quite like I know what the colors for my bridesmaids are going to be okay However, because I am a Virgo. Me too. Uh, uh, so you'll appreciate this. I just keep ordering color swatches from different websites and I'm just like, but this yellow is different than this yellow and this pink is slightly more pale than this pink. And to you know the untrained non-Virgo eye, it's like- it's, A psychopath. Yeah, it's just pink. It's just pink, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, 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 but the shade, there's like this, it's slightly less shiny so that affects the color. So, uh, this has prevented me from committing quite yet
0: to like where I want to get my dresses, but I think I'm really close. I know when you, when I saw you, when you walked in, one of the first things you said was, uh, I think I got a picture of the bridesmaids dresses and I was like, oh, that's great. That's great. But in my head, I was secretly like, I thought we knew, I'm pretty sure she sent me what bridesmaids dresses were like months ago, but I was like, oh, maybe it changed. That's cool. I'm, you know, I'll wear whatever.
1: Don't give a Virgo color swatches <laughs> because it just it changed everything. I thought I did know, but now everything's changed.
0: So what's the Both update? Been rocked.
1: I mean, it's still the same thing. It's the it's okay, so your slightly, colors of your
0: wedding are like yellows and pinks. Yes. But like mustardy yellow, which is what right, you're wearing right yellow. now, and that's like what I see you in, I think ninety nine out of ten times. Think that's like, your color. Think like desert hues, not like let. Lemonade
1: pink and yellow. It's right, right. more like desert sunset pink and yellow. We're not talking about
0: like pastel flowers. No, We're no, talking
1: no. Muted tones. No. No, yes, we are talking muted. Like oh, muted. Oh.
0: Kind of muted like. Um, desert and muted feel different to me. Well, like not bright
1: neon-y. Yes, but, yes, of course. Like, because like sometimes people like, like because on Pinterest when I look up pink and yellow inspiration photos, I get some really
0: nasty ones, wild stuff. I think you got to look up like mustard. Yes. But I think I found it. Um I uh, love de- desert. When you say desert, I feel that vibe a lot.
1: Yes. The website that I think I'm gonna use, they describe their new collection as like Sonoma, I think.
0: Oh so, love. So everybody's into like Sonoma, Sedona. Sedona maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe, any of the places that start with S. <laughs> that are, Sedona. I think I you don't mean know. Sedona because that's a little more deserty. Right. I not, Sonoma not William like William
1: and Sonoma. Sonoma's Sedona. like Wine County. Yes. So that's That's the- Wine country, wine country, I mean. Um, You guys will all see one day. I will post the pictures when it finally happens. But we're we're getting closer. But hopefully, I'm trying not to like, while I decide I've learned I shouldn't like, because I'm used to wanting to have my friends help me make this decision. But because I keep changing my mind a million times, I realize that can get annoying. So I'm just going to try and hold off. Um, and just like let you guys all know once I've like
0: finally locked it in. Okay, I'm here for you. I'm thank here to you. wear whatever you want me to wear, and that's exactly how bridesmaid should be. Okay, and I appreciate but- it. Yeah, thank you. I will. I will not be
1: a bridesmaidzilla. That is a thing, and we should do a whole special on. It. Yeah, we should. Uh, but anyway, these are all happy, good updates. Um,
0: how? What's going on with you? So I'm. I've got a few trips coming up, and. And like I'm having a lot of anxiety over whether I will be able to go on them and like leave my baby. And this is a big step for me. I'm we, not going. We on talked this- about this. Yes, but new trips have come up. Really? And now there's going to be like multiple ones a month apart. And so I'm like now questioning it all. Like, should I go on <laughs> any of these trips? And I'm not going on them with Nick because you know Nick doesn't. He doesn't like love to travel as much. So I was thinking, okay, well this will be good because. It'll be better for Rilo if he's, like, with his dad. Like, there's, like, that rock and constant Mm -hmm. presence there. And then then I'm not, like, dragging Nick along to trips he doesn't necessarily want to go on. But I don't know. Like, I guess from, like, an outside perspective, you're like, just go, right?
1: Well, no, I get why that's, like, a hard decision to make, especially because there's multiple trips.
0: Yeah, there's multiple ones. Like, one is, is this, like, bachelorette party that I've, like, in Tulum. Oh, wow. Well. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then I got into the Chicago Sketch Festival. I oh, didn't tell you this. Congratulations. Thank you. With feminist fairy tales? With feminist fairy tales. So, oh, it's January. This episode comes out January 1st. It's happening January 17th and 18th, I think. Oh, perfect. Or 16th and 17th. San so Fran listeners. Check out no, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Sorry. Chicago I listeners. Said... Uh, right. Chicago did I say, listeners. Did I say San Francisco? Maybe i get onto the chicago sketch festival okay and um so if you are there and want to come come feminist fairy tales will be performing but i don't think i'm gonna bring rilo or nick out because i just think that would be a lot with trying to do like two shows right props and rehearsals you want to be in the zone i need to like be in the work zone even though i do have some family out there um And then like a friend's birthday is happening in Italy that I want to go to. These are like, this is like first world problems. But I'm like, should I go to all these things? Chicago Sketch Festival is a no brainer because that's work related. So, you know, it feels like that's, that is happening. But these other two, like, can I leave him for a week? When I'm with him, I'm like, I can never, I can't leave you for a minute. Do you genuinely
1: feel like it would be bad to leave him? Or do you feel like the world will judge you for leaving
0: I don't think the world will judge me because a lot of my mom friends have already left. Like I had one that went to Australia for like 10 days without her baby and like she's fine and he's fine. And I think a lot of, I mean, yeah, I guess it's like half and half, like some have not left at all, but I don't think the world will judge me. I think, I think I'll just be sad and I'll be really far away and be like, what, what the hell am I doing? Like, why am I not just like putting him to sleep? You know, he's a baby for such a short amount of time. I can like, you know, these trips happen anytime. Well, what am i doing
1: could you go on the
0: first one and then see how you feel yes but that will happen in yeah yeah the, yeah i guess i could see how chicago goes but like i would need to like book the other ones like maybe before and then cancel it. i don't know hmm. i don't know anyways this is like a good problem to have it's just causing me so much anxiety over whether i should do it how does nick feel He's like, yeah, go, over. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, I'll keep you posted whether I go or not. Yes. And then everyone's like, you and Nick need to do a trip you know, together, just you two. I was like, okay, one step at a time. <laughs> one trip at a time. One, Come on. All right, we are about to take a quick sponsor break, and then we're going to jump into what's in the news. We'd like to give a shout-out to Saqqara Life. It is the 100% plant-based, organic, ready-to-eat Meal service. They specialize in fresh, organic, perfectly portioned meals delivered to your home or office, so you can get back to feeling really, really good again. I actually reached out to Sakara and asked if I could have a code to give to our listeners because I'm just personally so passionate about them. Their food is amazing. I've, I'm not even joking. My hair is better. My skin is better. I have more energy. Like I'm like more joyful. <laughs> like I how really- did you? How did you find? Out about. I was thinking about that and I cannot remember. (laughs) I I don't know if I saw a commercial or maybe I have a couple of friends that use them. Maybe I saw it on Instagram, like friends posting about it in the mornings. But like the food is so good. I really believe what you put in your body can transform how you feel and how you look. You are what you eat. Let me tell you some of the food I'm getting next week. Banana protein bread to start the morning. Then they have a pasta Mm bolognese, a black garlic barbecue burger then the next day is Zen zucchini muffin. Uh, also I'm having golden pineapple unfried rice. Get it. Oh,
1: yeah. One of my favorite
0: meals, they have a rising sun quesadilla. And then for another meal, pink peppercorn tomato bisque. And it comes with these little cheesy rolls that like, it's not real cheese cause it's plant-based right. and it tastes better than any roll I've ever had in my entire life. Um, it's just the best. I love it. I'm,
1: yeah, you know, I'm so happy that you have found the Sakar life. You're living the Sakar life. I'm living the Sakar life. Um, so some more fun facts about the Sakar life. Their meals and products are backed by cutting-edge nutrition science and traditional healing wisdom to give your body what it needs to thrive. They use ingredients that you can trust to ensure peak nutrition, freshness, and deliciousness. They source all of their ingredients from trusted suppliers and organic farms that use healthy, sustainable agriculture practices.
0: We're hooking it up. Go to Sakar.com, use code XOLaura L-A-U-R-A. That's XO Laura at Sakar.com, and you're gonna get 20% off. All right, Angela. What have you been reading about in the news? Well, I was
1: talking about astrology a little earlier. You and were
0: perfect timing for this week's article.
1: It's from Swipe Life, which is Tinder's blog. It's eerily accurate tinder bios for each zodiac sign according to astrologers oh by that's Corinne fine kai i know um so they uh they asked these 12 st- astrologers to pen honest tinder bios and i actually thought that a lot of them were just good examples of good tinder bios because oh
0: that's always so helpful for our listeners they
1: were good combinations of like being funny but also kind of like you know, in, informative about your personality and what you're into. So they give a bunch of examples. I kind of whittled it down for each, although I, I included all the ones for Virgo because you and I are both Virgos. Right.
0: This is helpful for people getting ready for
1: this Sunday. For Dating Sunday. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So um, for Virgo, they have never met an Excel sheet I didn't like with a little um, Excel sheet emoji. Uh, I felt Like the little graph. Or graph, whatever. Whatever, Uh, yeah. uh, It's like a cheeky little way to to say that you're organized without being on the nose about it. Yeah, without
0: being like, I'm very organized. That's so boring. Um, Calendar reminders
1: make my heart flutter with a calendar emoji.
0: This is so helpful, even for me, to think about. I mean, I'm never going to need to write an online dating profile, God forbid. But, hey. But, like, whenever people ask, like, what should I put? I'm like, sometimes I, like, even as a writer, I just, my brain freezes. This is a this is like a reminder for me to think like you can say you're organized, but in a fun way. Exactly.
1: Um, and then this one's a slightly longer one for Virgos. It says, I'm skeptical of online dating, but looking for someone to share green smoothies with before an early morning gym sesh. That's more you Virgo than me Virgo, but, uh, (laughs) communication matters. And so does grammar. That's me Virgo for sure. Um, On my days off, you can find me volunteering, lost in a good book, reorganizing my color coordinated closet, or honestly, probably still doing work. I carry the team during trivia night, but also love to unwind at home. Couponing isn't just a skill, it's a way of life. Uh, You could probably break those all up.
0: Yeah, but but that's fun.
1: It's a little much, but yeah, yeah, breaking them all up. Um, I was interested in Pisces because that's... My fiance, Ian, is a Pisces. They have, I'm a hopeless romantic who loves their dog and will absolutely adore yours. Which is Ian-ish. Yeah. Um, What else? So for Gemini, we have... The best dates feel friendly and romantic. Let's talk without pressure and expectations, but with love and tranquility. I want to be someone's friend and lover.
0: Little, like you know, a little very, very, very earnest, very, uh-huh. very earnest, and a little romantic. Too much, I'd be like, okay, right. but maybe you're an earnest Gemini. Too much. Know. Um, I
1: guess well, there's
0: there's a lot so, of these, so we're gonna see. No, no, around. no, no. Let's read them. No, I no, feel should read like, them all. Yeah, because people. If we skip over their sign, they'll be pissed. That's true. Okay. I'll I'll help you. I'll help read some. Okay. Leo, hobbies are posting daily thirst traps, making or finding the art in everything. And yes, getting attention. Always playful. playful. Don't like to be super serious unless it's about me or my feelings. Like with all those spaces between each F-E-E-L-I-N-G. So Leo, it's like a little like, I guess they think maybe Leo's a little has a little ego or like a little like that is a leo i don't think i don't think anyone that's a leo would actually write all of that um i love like making or finding the art and everything yeah you know i don't think they would say like yes getting attention i'm sure the astrologer was like leos love attention but i feel like that's a little too on the nose but they
1: did put a little devil emoji which makes it Cheekier.
0: Yeah, I think I would put the devil emoji. I would put devil emoji and then making or finding the art and everything. Always playful. Don't like to be super serious unless it's about me or my feelings. I think that would be funny. I would just get rid of the like daily thirst trap and like getting attention. Um, Aries, call me cursed or just call me blessed. If you can't handle my worst, you ain't getting my best. Nicki Nick Minaj. Minaj. Quote. Uh, normally, I think
1: doing quotes are kind of lame, but if they're from uh, an unexpected person. It's less cheesy. Yeah. So I I like the Nicki Minaj. Quote. Okay. Gimme give, give me Taurus. Taurus. I like what I like. Fierce Femmes of Any Gender, Michelin Star restaurants, high thread count Egyptian cotton sheets, weekend trips to the woods, art museums, and chocolate after every meal. So this
0: surprised me a little bit. So like Taurus is a little all over the place. Because at first I was, I thought, okay, all right. Taurus likes the finer things in life. Michelin star yes. restaurants. Indulgent. Like, I don't know if I would be like, you know, Bragging about your high thread Egyptian cotton sheets—you just sound like a little too materialistic to me. Yes, but then they throw in weekend trips to the woods. So I would maybe I would skip the the sheets, and if I would, if I was editing this, I would say like you know. um Love, you know, love to try a good old fancy restaurant while also mixing it up with like a weekend trip to the woods, art museums, chocolate after every meal. I would just get rid of the like cotton, Choc- chocolate sheet. after
1: every meal is a good one.
0: Okay, so cancer is Rilo, and oh. and now I'm really upset about this one. What? Oh no,
1: <laughs> the worst one for him to be. Okay, why don't you it read says- it? Looking for someone to process my childhood trauma and share inside jokes with. Beware, I will catch feelings. So
0: I've heard that, that cancers are just like sweetie pies, which Rilo is. But I pray he doesn't have like childhood trauma. <laughs> Literally, I feel like every day I'm like, what can I do to like avoid you having childhood trauma or like mommy or daddy issues? I want. Wow. I just want you to have like a good. What do they call like attachment? attachment right style healthy, or, or healthy. I, don't,
1: I don't remember the, sti- I don't the different remember. styles but they're
0: yeah healthy attachment healthy one yeah i'm but like it- i just pray he doesn't have childhood trauma because like i feel like everyone's like oh yeah everyone everyone in the world is getting over their their childhood that's what my mom always used to say <laughs> like you spend your whole life getting over yes. your childhood and i just hope ryle's an exception that he wakes up and he's like i had the fucking best childhood perfect
1: yeah uh well the positive way to look at it at this though is like that it implies that he will grow up and be like in touch with his feelings and able to talk about. I hope so. What he's going through.
0: All right, we'll get through the rest of these a little quicker.
1: Yeah. Get, hit hit me with Libra. Hit me hit you with Libra. Libra, if you like to make your dates decide where to eat, don't bother. Don't oh sorry, don't bother liking parentheses. I'm kidding, but really, don't make me pick. I do love that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Scorpio, being yourself is the most provocative. So don't try hard with me. Not impressed by anything anyway. If you're thinking it, I'm already suspecting it. I'm already interested in people as brave. I'm only interested. Yeah. I'm only interested in people as brave and deep with love as I am.
0: Okay. Not, Not my style, but like whatever. Scorpios are intense though. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Sagittarius. Uh, Polyam, ex-punk, looking for a brainy babe who will travel with me by land or sea toward new experiences and newer, better versions of ourself. My bags are packed and getting lighter all the time. Love that one. Mm -hmm. Capricorn, I'm looking for someone to work hard for and bring home to the fam. Uh, Must be tender enough to bring out my soft side and respond to romantic gestures rather than words. I'll always move to pick up the check, but love to be wined and dined. That one's a little confusing. It's like I know
1: it's hard to know how to
0: approach that one. It's like okay, you're gonna move to pick up the check, but you like don't really want to pay. Is Pretty that what much. you're saying? I guess
1: that is a nice way of saying like I'll make the gesture, but you should yeah, I, w- I would ignore I wouldn't the Be into
0: someone like that, like says that in their profile, I'll be like oh, okay, right? Um, and
1: finally, last one, Aquarius. <laughs> uh, no racist or homophobes, and we probably won't match if you
0: care about the Kardashians. I hate this one because like. That should be obvious, the ra- no racist, no homophobes. And it just, like, comes across just, like, negative. Like, like I don't want these. I don't want this. Like, you better not care about the K- Kar- right. like I'm not obsessed with the Kardashians. But, like, a good Kardashian joke here and there, like, will make me giggle. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I, feel like that should be obvious. And if you need to say no racist, no homophobes, that kind of, like, is a red flag to me, weirdly.
1: I yeah, it's I obviously like I agree with uh, all the sentiments in this bio, including the Kardashian thing, honestly, but it's presented in such a negative way. You're like, well, ah,
0: yeah, uh, you just seem like a negative person. I'm stressed like, out just by reading. Yeah, this. exactly. But um, these I thought these were helpful. So I hope you guys did, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, thanks for thanks for finding that that article sure what, what have you been reading i was reading the cut this is about how to make plans without getting a drink by katie he- heaney and you know i drink like less and less and less it's like not always my jam so sometimes when a friend's like let's get a drink i'm like yeah and i'm like but i don't like really even want to drink you know and then after work like where can you even find a tea anyways so she says like She writes, the older I get, the less interested I am in doing something I don't enjoy just because it's what most people do. There are lots of good reasons not to drink and most of us sober or not would probably like to diversify our social lives. So I asked the internet for alternative friend making plans and collected their best ideas below. And I love this because, you know, getting drinks, especially when you're dating or, you know, whether you're single or you're in a relationship or you're, you know, you're married with kids and you just want to hang out with friends. This is something that comes up a lot. We did a whole episode on it with Jonathan Braylock because he's sober and like okay. never drinks. And so we did a whole episode on dating without drinking. And I thought this would add to that, that yeah. episode that we did. And it was a while ago.
1: The older I get, the more and more people around me are stopping drinking. Like a lot of people kind of approach it the way you do. I, I still love a glass of wine, but I would say more people in my friend group than not kind of don't drink anymore yeah
0: i like i mean last night i went out and like i was like oh sangria okay i'll have a glass it just depends i just don't need my whole social life to revolve around that Mm -hmm. um so dogs is suggestion number one uh one person wrote in i have i have had new friends with dogs ask me if i want to come walk their dog in the park with them which i found adorable game night Another person writes, I moved to a new city about a year ago and I've been inviting multiple new friends over for a game night. So it's everyone meeting at once. Easier to connect with than a bar and you can drink or not drink. Also, if there's nothing to talk about, you can at least talk about the game. Brilliant. A uh, walk. My simple go-to is a walk. Who doesn't love a good stroll and in this brisk air hit the pavement and walk and talk plus lots of additional stimuli, shops, watching people, potential benches to perch upon. So I think like you kind of need to say like, hey, do you want to go to like, you know, take a walk in like Domino Park, which is like a place near, mm-hmm. m- near where I live. You know, you kind of need, um, but yeah, I guess if you're walking, you're not just like, face to face at like a coffee shop where like awkward silence is weird if you're walking you can like at least be like oh look there's an airplane you Right, know?
1: and there's just something about not having to yeah stare at each other's face and like wait for the next thing to sit like you could walk in silence for a few moments and it's, and it's way less weird.
0: yeah i like that uh free museum nights my go-to invite is free fridays at museums the guggenheim the frick moma new gallery etc or chelsea gallery openings i'm on everyone's mailing list Love that. I love Mm -hmm. a good museum. And like, I actually did that with like a new friend not that long ago. Or yeah, maybe 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 like a year ago, actually. But she was like, hey, do you want to go to this exhibition at the museum? And like, we didn't know each other that well. we had only hung out a few times, but it was like a fashion exhibit. I love fashion. And so we went. The only awkward thing was I didn't know her that well. And so I was trying to gauge like how quickly she likes to walk through the exhibit without rushing her where I couldn't tell like, is she waiting for me to go forward or... Like I was trying to vibe like how quickly she wants to walk through the exhibit. Cause like I'm a pretty like I guess it just depends. Sometimes I like to read everything, but I didn't want to be holding your back.
1: So I, I that was on, the only weird. I went on a part. date to a museum once and had the exact same thing. And then the whole time I was just in my head thinking about like am I spending too long reading this little plaque, should I move <laughs> along? But I want to look like I'm interested and For like sure. cultured. So yeah,
0: that is something to consider with the museum outing. Yeah, it was a little awkward. But but it was it was great. And then we could like just talk about that or talk about other things. Another suggestion is baking. When my partner and I first met, I welcomed him to, I welcomed into his friend group. I was welcomed into his friend group and I started bringing desserts to their weekly social gathering. I got really good at baking and it helped me find my new place. Now having had a baby a year ago, I find myself with new friends, other parents when the kids aren't involved, it's like we don't want to waste time that could be productive doing other things. So a few weeks ago, I invited a new friend over to bake. We made babka. Ooh, that's hard. That is hard. We had a great conversation over measuring cups and rolling pins and parted ways with breakfast for the start of the week. So I love that. Invite a friend yeah. over to like bake something and then you have it for, for you and your friends. Um, a couple other ones, uh, a drawing party, uh, you know, like invite people over for like arts and crafts. Ask someone if you want to volunteer. That was another suggestion. Like, hey, I'm going to go like, you know, volunteer at this like, you know, planting vegetables at a community farm. When you want to come that, you know, pe- everybody wants to feel like good about themselves. So that's mm-hmm. a fun thing. Run errands together. You kind of need to like do this with older friends, you know, like, yeah. like a new friend. You can be like, want to go to the pharmacy with me? they be like, <laughs> you're weird. Um, and yeah, I thought those were all helpful. I love that. I feel like my alternative to
1: like, let's grab a drink is let's grab pizza. I don't know why. It just kind of has a similar casual vibe that doesn't sound like as intimidating as like a full dinner just like a little slice of pizza
0: yeah um, that's, that is that's super mine. casual i love that mm-hmm. all right we're gonna jump into the mailbox next but first let's take a quick sponsor break mm-hmm would like to thank our sponsor pros pros creates customized hair care products for people not hair types you'll never have to compromise on healthy hair goals because every product's formula is made with you in mind Their freshly made to order products are designed to transform with you through seasonal and lifestyle changes i was so excited to get my pros in the mail okay so let me go back a little bit first i filled out their online questionnaire which asked me questions that i wouldn't have even thought of when it comes to my hair like does my hair hurt um, like if it's in a ponytail kind of thing? Uh, and I didn't know that that is a hair thing. I thought that was just Laura's hair. Anyways, so I get my pros in the mail and it has my name on it, which made me feel very special. I got my hair oil, which I love. It smells so good. I got to pick the scent. It makes my hair so soft. And I got their shampoo and their conditioner. And I also got something that I've never tried before, which is a pre-shampoo conditioner. So I've tried hair masks that you do after you shampoo, but who knew about a pre-shampoo mask? I didn't even know about it until I tried pros. makes my hair super soft. I really love it. Pros stands by clean and responsible beauty, which is very important to me. I'm all about non-toxic clean beauty lately. I love clean beauty so much that I check all products on the EWG, which is the environmental working group. I have their app and everything. And one thing I love about pros is that they include their environmental working group toxicity scores on, on their ingredients so that you can really understand what's going into your formula. And I wish this was a requirement that of all of all brands, but sadly it's not. And I love the pros, proactively does this every formula is sustainably sourced and cruelty free pros can accommodate virtually any preference including vegan gluten-free and more they are hooking it up with a 20 percent off offer if you go to pros.com slash single that's pros p-r-o-s-e.com single and you're going to get that 20 percent off we would like to thank our sponsor, BioClarity. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. I love BioClarity because I am very against all those, you know, non, you know, I'm very like, I want non toxic stuff. Go I'm, figure. I'm against toxic brands that put all these bad chemicals in their products and BioClarity is all about using natural and gentle ingredients.
1: That's right. They're, they use Floralux, which comes from
0: chlorophyll from plants. I also drink chlorophyll, but that's like a separate you do. thing. Yeah, I'm weird. I pu- like to put it on my skin. This is, my drinking chlorophyll is unrelated to... <laughs> to bi- Don't drink your BioClarity. <laughs> Don't drink your Bio. <laughs> it's not made for
1: ingestion.
0: <laughs> but put it on your face. Yeah, I mean, I just think chlorophyll is good for everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um that's why they put it in their products. Uh I, I do th- see a difference in my skin i have to say um they have two different routines that you can do they have the clear skin routine which is for oily or breakout prone skin and then there's the essentials routine and that is for normal skin and everyday use both routines consist of an easy to use three-step regimen that helps improve the look and feel of your skin and is packed full of detoxifying nutrients products are uniquely formulated to help nourish the skin with clean plant-based ingredients
0: I love it. Get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. We love it. And you know, one of the best parts is that these products are actually affordable. And right now our listeners can save 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal, but you need to enter our code single at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 15% off everything on their website when you use our code single at checkout. All right, Angela, what do we
1: have in the mailbox this week? Um, Okay, first up, we have an email with the subject line mixed signals and they write, hello, Laura and Angela. My name is Monica and I'm 21. I would love some advice if possible. I started seeing my sister's roommate and we had an amazingly romantic four day weekend together and he was acting so sweet and loving. I decided to ask him after we hooked up, probably a little too late, what he was looking for, and he said he didn't want to date or have anything serious. He continued to act super cuddly and loving to me. We went on tons of cute, fun dates over the weekend, and he was a total gentleman, but he remained solid on the fact that he did not want to date and apologized for not telling me sooner. I don't understand why he would be so romantic if all he wanted was a hookup. I was... I want to go back over there this weekend to see my sister, but I'm not sure where I stand with him now. I tried asking if he wanted to take things slow and talk, but he said no to that as well. He's a very nice guy, and I know he never intended to hurt my feelings, but I can't help but be disappointed that we aren't going to continue what we had. Should I just act like nothing happened with us when I see him?
0: So from my perspective, I actually think that this is not mixed Signal's at all that I, was your subject yeah i agree and you said mixed signals um he is very he does seem like he's being nice he feels bad he didn't tell you this and honestly he should have told you this maybe before he hooked up with you that would be the one place he went wrong but other than that he's actually being extremely clear he's not leading you on he's being very direct but in at least what sounds like a very Kind way, he's being nice. He's telling you like, I don't want that. Even when you say like, well, what if what if we just talk and take it slow? He's like, I genuinely I don't, I don't want that. I don't even want to take it slow. Like, I, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just hooking up with people mm-hmm. and like dating around. That's what I want right now. Um, the part where you seem to be receiving the mixed signals is the part where he's being like nice and cuddly and loving when and he's a with gentleman. you, and a gentleman. And I'm like. That's great. That's how all guys should be when you're just like having a one night stand or you're hooking up with them. Like just because a guy wants a one night stand doesn't mean he's like a monster. He or she is not a monster. They don't need to act like a fucking dick. And when they're having a one night stand, they shouldn't like just hook up with you and be like, okay, bye. Like I think it's perfectly fine if he wants to hug you and he wants to cuddle you and be like really sweet and loving and it just sounds like when he is like having his one night stand hookups he's like very present and in the moment and like fully giving the person that's the human being that's in front of him Mm is like full-hearted cuddly attention while also being very clear like like I'm like cuddling you and being totally in the moment and like being sweet and a gentleman and but this is like all I want and so I think you're not getting mixed nose at all. I think maybe you've, if I had to guess, you've maybe had one night stands with people that are assholes and they're maybe like kind of rude to you. And then the people that you've like dated longer are maybe nicer and acting like this. But there are people out there that when you have one night stands, they're going to be like cuddly and and be like Angela said, I guess like a gentleman. And uh, yeah, so I don't think this is one night stands. I think you do know where you stand with him. It's that he doesn't want a relationship. He's just looking for a hookup and that's where it is. And so it could be, that could be weird to you and it might feel weird to you to see someone you've had like a one night hookup with. But for other people it could be like, "Hey," and like you could kind of make it like winky and flirty like you guys both know that you've like hooked up and like that's fun, but like you're going to still be friends, you know?
1: Right. And I think what's really important for you to keep in mind is that you want something different than what he wants, and that's totally fine, but, but the even though you had a good time together, just you're not compatible because you're looking for different things. So I, I think you're going to upset yourself if you try and pursue something further and like hope that things are going to change and keep ho- hooking up with him. So you said, like, should you act like nothing happened when you see him? And I don't know if you necessarily need to act like nothing happened, but I wouldn't keep going out with him and keep hooking up with him. Like just be nice and cordial because he, he didn't do anything wrong but I, I wouldn't continue your romantic relationship with him.
0: Yeah, it'll be weird if you see him, if you make it weird but otherwise you can kind of just be like nice and friendly. You don't need to be mad at him. He didn't, doesn't sound like he did anything wrong other than not tell you sooner mm-hmm. Um, and you could say like, hey, I you should have, you, just in the future like you should tell people before you hook up with them Um, but also like it's a little presumptuous you know, if you didn't have that talk, like, you know, he he doesn't like owe you to be his boyfriend by hooking up with you. Like it was also kind of on you to be like, hey, I only hook up with people that are that wanna be my boyfriend. Like you could have right. you could have like said I I only have sex or I'm, I'm assuming you have sex, but I but that could be wrong. But mm-hmm. I only hook up with people that want something serious. And you also didn't say that. So I don't think either of you necessarily did anything majorly wrong. He doesn't want what you want. And it's only weird if you make it weird. Other, otherwise, just be like, nice. No, he's not, not going to be your boyfriend. And you could still be a little flirty and like keep it light and fun. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh,
1: okay. Next up, the subject line is, is he settling? Hi, ladies. My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year, and I just and just moved in together. Before moving in, things felt exciting and still new. I rarely questioned if he was into me or not. After living together for a few months, he seems less attentive than I ever imagined. He puts little effort into being affectionate, listening, or time together. He was married previously about five years ago, but says it was because they were young and it um it seemed like the next step. I don't think he's the cheating type so I don't think he's interested in someone else it just feels like he's settling with our relationship like it's easy and comfortable versus passionate whether I've asked about it whenever. Or whenever I've asked about it he says he's happy and I worry too much is this normal or should I be concerned
0: so my advice here would be that you need to reframe the question it sounds like you've asked him like are you still into me that's what I'm getting. I don't know what your exact question was, but you said whenever I've, because you said, you know, uh, it just feels like he's settling in our relationship. When I've asked about it, he says he's happy and I worry too much. Is this normal? Should I be concerned? So it sounds like you've asked him like, are you settling? Do you still like me? And I think you need to reframe the question. It's not, does he still like me? It's, is he fulfilling my needs? And the answer sounds like no. Um, you just moved in a few, a couple things to keep in mind. You just moved in a few months ago which is a big change. Even if he was married before and lived with somebody else, when you move him with somebody new, it's like a whole big change. So he could be in like a little, I don't know, shock's the wrong word, but adjustment period, I would say. Nick and I went through it. We like kind of like, fought a little bit when we first moved in together. We moved in after about, like, a year and a half, and it was just a lot of adjusting because you're in somebody's space. You're figuring out how to, like, negotiate territory a little bit, and you might not like some of their things, and you kind of need to talk about that without offending them. Like, like every time you walk by a painting, like, maybe he doesn't like some painting you had, but, like, feels like a jerk if he brings it up, or same with you, you know, and, like, doing the dishes and just things you never had to negotiate there's a major adjustment period. So number one, I would talk to him about like, hey, we just moved in. Like, how is it going for you? You know, um, like, is there any of my like things that are in your way or that you don't like? And like, let's just talk about that. Um, I don't know if you moved into his place or he moved into yours. I don't think you, you said that. You just said you moved in together. So if you moved into his place, that could also make it a lot harder because um, not to... Not to kind of stereotype, but but like men are a little more territorial, and when you when you enter their space, it's just a little it's a little harder, and like you know, they might shut down a bit, which sounds like maybe that's if I had to guess, that's what's going on. Um, If that passes and the adjustment time period goes away and things don't change, I think instead of asking him like, "Do you still like me? Are you still into me? Do you feel like you're settling?" I think that's not the right question. I think the what you need the conversation you need to be having is like hey um you know I really like you I'm glad we moved in together but you know it just seems like some things have changed and and I'm not getting what I want from this relationship like I still want you to be I I, you're not being as affectionate as I want I want someone a little more warmer I want you to like maybe make date plans and I still want to continuing to you know always keep things exciting in our relationship is a high priority for me I don't want things to get complacent um because I feel like the the chemistry will kind of start to to dissipate a little bit so can we maybe both make like an effort to try whether that's like having a date night or doing some kind of like surprise with each other and I think you just need to tell them that your needs are not being met it's not you coming at it from a like do you still like me it's coming at it from a my needs are not being met place that's That would be my advice. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that was all really good advice. Um, I think, uh, like you touched on, it's totally normal for a relationship to change once you move in together. It's an email that we get a lot from people. It happened to me. It happened to Laura. Like, you're, before you move in together, every time you see each other is, like, special – Um, And it's just this condensed little amount of time that's just carved out for the two of you. So you kind of do more special things. You are more affectionate with each other. And then once you live together, you're just going back, you know, you can't be like that 24 hours a day. Um, So you're kind of going around doing like your daily tasks and everyday life is not as exciting as like going on dates so your relationship is going to take a hit that's totally normal um the important thing is that like you're communicating about stuff that you feel insecure about and that he's being receptive to to what you're feeling so yeah I think like Laura said reframing your question is like instead of checking if he's okay make sure that he knows that you're not okay
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If any of you listeners want your questions answered, or if you have any messages you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswyyoursingleshow.com. You can also send us some of your bad dating stories. We always think those are fun. You can find all of our contact info on our website at com. Now let's dive into the reason of the week this week's reason is how to score a second date we've had a lot of people write in saying that they get a lot of first dates but not a second date so we thought this would be a great episode to talk about how to score a second date first you need to ask yourself these questions do i really like the person do i actually want a second date or am i acting like i'm on the bachelor and i just want to get a rose even though i don't even know if i like this guy or girl and they or person and they might suck Uh, why do I want a second date? Did he or she or they ask questions about myself? Do we have things in common? Why was this person interesting enough to warrant more of my time? So once you get through all of those things, you need to remind yourself that it's not about you getting a second date. It's about both people finding each other fun and interesting and both wanting to get to hang out more. So both people need to want to hang out more. If you go into it knowing that you are the shit and you just want... Uh, and you, and you just want to see like, is this human, does this human and I do, do does this human and I have enough stuff interesting and compatible to like warrant time together? Right. I was saying that really, that was like hard for me to say, but like, you need to go into it saying like, I'm the shit. Is this person someone that I have a good time with?
1: And I also think, you know, you mentioned, did they ask questions about me? You should also make sure that you're asking questions to the other person and not like, you know, monologuing and, and like not coming up for air and like waiting, like, like like it shouldn't feel like the other person just like waiting to get a word in. Um, because if, if you don't get to talk about yourself on a date, you don't feel bonded to that other person. So yeah, I would say make
0: sure it's a dialogue. Absolutely. And that brings us on to our 10 tips for getting a second date. Tip number one, if you do go out for dinner – don't order messy food. Oh. Think about what you order. Uh, and also don't order the most expensive thing. That should be obvious. But don't order messy food. So my mom always gave me this advice before an interview. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Like think about what's in your salad. Are you going to be so paranoid the whole time about like, oh my God, is salad in my teeth that you're just going to stop smiling on the whole day? Sushi is can be hard to eat. Um, a lot of like spaghetti type of pastas can be hard to eat. Um, you know, runny eggs, like just things that are really messy or like finger foods. Like this should be obvious, but don't order chicken wings. That's truly the worst thing you can order on a date. Anything that was going to make you look like a barbarian or potentially <laughs> have like food in well, your teeth.
1: Like or, watch out for chia seeds. I would say if you do order any of those things, just be self-aware about it and be like, you know, lean lean into to just like being like, oh, I hope I'm not being. Maybe right or just now. order something else. Like I feel like just, You know, you don't want to, I don't want to say that people are not getting second dates because they're eating chicken wings, but you know, like, I just think it can
0: change the whole persona of the date. Like you have messy shit all over you, like, or maybe you're like, oh my God, is the stuff in my teeth? And then you're acting weird and you're like kind of picking at your teeth or you stop smiling. So just make it easy on yourself and don't order messy food. Okay. Number two, uh,
1: ask more questions than talking. Like we said, uh, people feel closer with you. Are you talking more than them? Stop it! But don't interview.
0: Right number three. Don't talk about exes unless it totally comes up very naturally. Keep the conversation positive. You don't need to bring up all those skeletons in your closet yet. Yep. Um,
1: people like people who are happy and fun. So don't complain too much about work and complain about other people. Be the most positive, but you know, true to you version of
0: yourself. Number five, find common ground, you know, just keep talking until you find like that you both are obsessed with succession.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Don't be overly flirty. They don't deserve it yet. You know, you want to make them work for it a little bit. Remember this, the person has to win your attention. Are they fun enough to deserve you? But obviously be interested
0: if you are and just like match their level of flirt. Number seven, be an interesting person. Have opinions on movies and books and be excited and fun. You know, you don't have to agree with everything the other person says. And, you, you know, you know, just be an interesting person. Have opinions. Yeah.
1: Um, number eight, little improv tip. You have to yes end something. So, go, like, if somebody proposes an idea,
0: you go along with it and be positive and be like, yes. And I would love to mountain climb, too. And I would... Bring my dog hiking or whatever. I don't know. Um, Number nine, be nice to the waiter and other people. Don't be a jerk or someone who's like, you know, if somebody like steals your parking spot, don't be that person on a date that starts like yelling at the other car. Like just remember like who gives a shit? They took your parking spot. They cut you off. Like let it roll off your back. Um, Just be nice to everyone around you because nobody wants to be around a person that's like angry and yelling at people. Number one, turn off. And finally, number 10. Don't text
1: a lot after. You can write one sweet text with like an inside joke from the date if you want. Or I had fun, um, but but don't don't overdo it. Let them come to you.
0: And that brings us to our reason of the week breakdown. Nobody wants to go on a million first dates. You know, some of them are some of them are fun. Some people like getting to know new people and, you know, some people like that beginning conversation, but nobody wants to do it a million times, which is why the film 50 First Dates is so painful to watch. It's just one of the reasons it's so painful to watch. Uh, Angela and I are going to role play some scenes from the movie and then talk about them in a a game we call First First Date Date Cinema. Cinema. All right. Okay. All right. Um, Why don't you play... Lucy. Okay.
1: It's going to be all right, Luce. Don't call me Luce. I barely know you. Uh, uh,
0: sweetie, you're sort of dating him. Sorry. Uh, I'm not better looking. So this is, so can you give people a refresher on what the movie 51st
1: Dates is? So I'm pretty sure. So it's Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. And Drew Barrymore has amnesia. Or no, she has like some, some head weird industry. condition where every morning she wakes up and she forgets the day before. It's It's like the opposite of Groundhog Day. Um, but Adam Sandler is in love with her. Right. So he just keeps trying to get her to go out with him every day. So he comes up with
0: new ideas. So every day is a first date for Adam Sandler and and for Drew, I guess, for that matter. Yes. Um, so, so, you know, he feels really close to her. And she feels like she barely knows him. And I guess this could be translated into real life. Like let's say one person does like a lot of online stalking about someone and they feel like yes. they like really know someone. They like poured through their entire Instagram and they like know about their like trip to Tahiti last year. And the other person like, you know, maybe did like a light search, but like is like, okay, whatever. I'm going to wait to the date to get to know someone. So it, it, things could just feel like a little off, which creeps people yeah. out. Like it creeped. So how this relates to like real life is like it creeped out Lucy when he felt like, comfortable enough to call her loose yeah. and so you know just be aware you might feel closer to someone than they do to you and don't don't creep them out a little bit Don't so be that... over.
1: strangers should be a little strange yes. you know don't be overly
0: familiar all right next one pardon me sorry to interrupt but i noticed we were both eating alone and i thought perhaps i could sit with you maybe build a syrup jacuzzi for your waffle house oh, oh that would be nice but i have a boyfriend i'm sorry you're making up a boyfriend so you can get rid of me no i'm not what's his name then Ringo is his last name, Star. No, McCartney. So, this is so he obviously in the movie he knows she doesn't have a boyfriend, that she's totally lying, mm-hmm. but she thought his first line was super cheesy. And so, you know, this I guess how it could relate to your first dates is you know, your really wacky j- jokes, you know, maybe you gotta like. Test test out some of your more um like uh seasoned humor that you've like sure. that you've workshopped a little bit.
1: Yeah. I don't hate the syrup jacuzzi, but uh yeah. Sometimes people just want to eat their meal in peace alone. So yeah. once you've been shut down, you
0: should probably walk away. Right. Okay. Next scene. We've got we've got two more scenes for okay. you Okay. This one's a longer one. Okay, well, I had a great time. Me too.
1: Okay. Would you like to have breakfast again tomorrow morning, same time? Because I teach art class at 10. Oh, really? I wish I could make it. but Oh, no. Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wish I could make it, but uh, yeah, I'll be there. Take care. Okay. One for the road. It is fishy. Got you good. Aloha. See you tomorrow. Oh, wait. Aloha. See you tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Shit. I had a B on me. All right. It was a big one. Okay, that scene's actually really confusing. I I think it needed some stage directions. Yeah, that needed some stage directions that it didn't have. Um, all right, what can we take from this scene, Angela? <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. Something was fishy and there was a bee. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what's happening in this scene. It just emphasizes the art of communication, you know? Like sometimes people don't
0: know what you're talking about. I guess. Let's just go to the next scene. <laughs> Okay, last scene uh, from the movie, Fifty First Dates. I'll see you around. Okay. Puzzled pause. Really? That's it? That's what? All that
1: flirting and phony, I can't read stuff, and then you're not going to ask me out or for my phone number? I can't read. Oh, shut up. That was one of the goofiest things I've ever seen in my life, but I thought, hey, if this guy is so desperate to meet me, he might be worth talking to, but... Then I get stiffed.
0: No, 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 no. This is what happened. I
1: Mahalo for the ego boost. Dries S- off, leaving Henry.
0: So I guess this is goes to show you, you know, uh, if you're being flirty, you need to like, you know, follow through. Like, don't lead people on. Right. And I think the
1: context of this scene was that Adam Sandler like pretended he couldn't read so that drew barrymore would feel bad for him and then yeah like, also don't
0: make up that you have like impediments that you <laughs>
1: yeah. don't have that's
0: a really good rule of thumb <laughs> <laughs> don't make up that you have an imp- impediment and you then i get a second date and then if you're like overly flirty and but then like don't ask somebody out for like a second or a third date that's like kind of fucked up like don't lead people on yeah all right. Any anything else people can take away from these scenes from Fifty First Date? Um,
1: I think it was very sweet how dedicated Adam Sandler was to to making a second or first date happen over and over again. God bless. So I respect that dedication.
0: We hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's. This is why you're single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. You can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast
1: page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single.